Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. And my name's Brianna. And in this episode, we're going to be reviewing Rocket Man and Godzilla King of Monsters. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And Brianna, how are you guys doing? I'm all right. I don't know about Ozzy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty. I'm. I'm pretty tired. I'm pretty tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> pretty tired. You know, Brianna's pretty sour today. So you know, it's just. It's just a lot. You were the one being aggressive. I will say this. <laughs> you were. You were being pretty aggressive before the show started. Like, no, I'm she's not, not in the intro. What? I'm not the sour one. All right. <laughs> I'm I mean, the sourness that I'm picking up. On. You didn't want to be a part of the intro last time because you're just like, why was the intro? That's not what I said. But you know what? This is I'm really. Oh my gosh! It's a good thing that we see. This is we're getting our arguing out of the way now because we didn't see the same movie, so we can't argue about the movie. That's true. That's true. We got to get it out somehow. Yeah. Exactly. Because she failed to see Godzilla. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I've been above and beyond. I saw Rocket Man. Yeah. We both saw Godzilla. Yeah, that's true. We should have coordinated better, Ozzy. That's on us. Um, But you know what? Godzilla's uh, the biggest, huh. I guess, biggest quote-unquote movie of the weekend. I mean, it's kind of flopping exactly. at the box office, so... Um, I, did, I did my job. Yeah, but <laughs> it's... Okay, well, I'm providing variety. Exactly. So Thank you, Brianna. We, we appreciate it. All right. Uh-huh. Speaking of Man. that variety... Take that L. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Rocket Man, Brianna, uh, why don't you start <laughs> us off with this review of Rocket Man? Uh, should I go see this movie? Um, I mean, it's, it's a toss up. Okay. It's not, I mean, I was very excited for this movie because it, this is actually more of like, as far as being creative, it was more of what I was hoping for from Bohemian Rhapsody. And the two movies are very similar, Um, which I mean, I guess makes sense because, you know, you, you find the same story running throughout a lot of musicians lives you know you Mm -hmm. find like the emptiness of fame running as a common theme throughout a lot of musical biopics um but there are some fantasy elements that i would have liked to have seen in bohemian rhapsody so in that sense um i i liked it better than bohemian rhapsody but there there are also i have a lot of complaints so this movie was a bit of a toss-up kind of middle of the road all right, well, start us off with uh, the positives, then. Um, there, there are some really cool, like I said, the like more fantastical elements. I really liked the creative kind of fantasy element that they brought into. Like, obviously, it's Elton John's story, mm-hmm. but they showed it in a bit more of a creative way. And um, that's, like, I won't go into details because it is a true story, so... Um, really the only spoilers that can be offered are in the execution. (laughs) Okay. So I won't go into details, but there are definitely some like 
creative things that like it's not just you know going from place to place in Elton John's life mm-hmm. but it is more uh thematic and more fantastical and more creative in its um like its presentation of those elements and I it doesn't always work but there were there are some times when it really works and so uh I I enjoyed that uh well that's especially since yeah, yeah that's good to hear because the, that's one thing I did lo- I I've said on this podcast before that I'm not like a music guy, so I don't really care about these kind of movies generally. Um, well, I like them, but I, I don't know. They, I just don't have any knowledge going in. Um, and I really like this trailer because, like, even they, they have that in the what, what did they say in the trailer? Based on a true fantasy or something like that. Um, so I, I really was intrigued by that element of it, and I'm glad that you found it to be creative, I guess. So. Yeah, it was definitely it. Like I said, it doesn't always work. There are some mm-hmm. times where I where I, I thought it actually detracted from what was happening. So uh, it's not always uh, it's not always a boon. But it, it there are some scenes where I was like, why couldn't the whole movie have been like this? <laughs> this is really this is excellent. And so um, it it was definitely more. I definitely want to see more. Like if they're gonna do, obviously they're gonna do more musical biopics that seems to be the thing right now and i definitely want to see more of this style awesome um can i ask you a question about how they uh approached i guess the story is this about like a specific period of time in his life or is this about life as a whole no this is his whole life whole life interesting okay Interesting. Um, any more positives you want to get to? How's uh, the lead actor? How's um, what's his name? Taron. Is Taren it Taron Egerton? Egerton? Yeah. Taron. Well, I I don't know if that's. I don't know how to say it. But I, <laughs> which is odd, which is know. odd because like if I'm being honest, he was like the biggest draw in the movie for me. I've been a huge fan of his ever mm-hmm. since I saw Kingsman, but that's because I like, you know, white English dudes. So <laughs> I'm. Uh, I mean. I, he kind of floundered when it came to like the more emotional, more important, you know, there, there are some like moments where a lot is asked of him as an actor, especially since like Elton John has a pretty intense story. And uh, for that, I didn't, you know, I was like, come on, you're better than this. Why are you? But I, I mean, there are definitely scenes where he is being more genuine when, when they're trying to show, um, John, uh, Elton John's more like fun kind of exuberant side he does shine a little bit better like that it, it, his talent does come through it feels a lot more genuine uh, which I guess kind of cheapens the experience as a whole because you know it, it, you want to show with the highs and the lows and when the lows are cheap the highs can only be so high but mm-hmm. it was you know, take it for what it is. Like when it's supposed to be fun, he's doing a really, he's, I thought he did, you know, a great job. He's definitely, I mean, you know, you have the obvious comparison of how, how, you know, does he compare to Rami Malek's Freddie? And he doesn't like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, he doesn't, but yeah. he, he definitely didn't, he definitely didn't like drop the ball altogether. Okay. Okay. So. Cool. Um, any more positives? Um, mm, I mean, 
it's colorful it's fun <laughs> to watch All right. uh but i mean I, I that was the main positive i think is just the creative execution of uh you know of his life story and also the creative presentation of like the 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 core elements i guess apart from his life story the core elements that you're supposed to take from it are like it doesn't really matter how much success you garner like if you don't have love in your life then you're going to be searching for mm -hmm. that and you're going to be like looking to replace it and that the way that the way that they tell that story the way that they like convey that message is really interesting and it's also really like it works for the movie and against the movie um in a really interesting way because uh, this is like i guess both a positive and a negative because as a movie they don't spend too much time in any one scene i mean there are plenty of scenes that are like less than a minute long or less than two minutes long and i they don't ever stay in one place that long which means you can't really get invested enough to feel what he's feeling when the big emotional big like emotional impacts mm -hmm. come um which for the movie works against it but when you're telling the story like when you're conveying that message it also works like thematically so it's kind of a double-edged sword yeah uh, that sounds like how you're basically describing this movie. It's like for every positive, there's kind of a negative side to it. Um, but yeah. what other negatives do you have? We can transition in that direction now. Um, well, that was probably the biggest negative that mm -hmm. I had was that they don't spend too much time in any one area. They move pretty quickly. There are some story elements that are supposed to be like a really big deal. Um, not just... Like, obviously, for Elton John, I'm sure they were a big deal. But in the movie, they're supposed to be a big deal. And they don't really feel like they're that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. um, because, they because like, the all the build-up that came before it happened so quickly. Um, it And, I, you know, I, I laugh at CinemaSins because he talks about, like, not caring about what's happening on the screen. And I just always thought that he was just, like, cold and uncaring. But I really got that in this movie i was like this is even a real person like this really happened and i don't care <laughs> um, uh so uh that you know that was probably the biggest drawback for me also again some of the execution um the the unconventional execution also wasn't it doesn't feel like they've entirely figured out how like the the rules yet like they haven't really figured it out yet like they wanted to make this a broadway musical but they couldn't so okay. so they so they made it into a film but they still incorporated elements of the broadway musical mm. that make sense on stage that don't make sense in a film universe I got that. um and so that was probably a, another big takeaway I, I mean i just remember before they like really establish some of the more like the stranger elements of the execution. There was one scene that like it, they had gotten away from the strange, like the, the unconventional execution. And then they came back to it in one scene. And it was just so jarring that the scene felt it was supposed to be like really emotional. And it didn't feel like that at all. It just felt really awkward. <laughs> um, so that was, that's probably a big, one of the other really big 
negatives that I had. Uh, right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't have, it, you know, I was kind of sad that this movie didn't do more for me because I was really, really looking forward to it. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I also wasn't crazy about exactly what they did to Elton John's music. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Just because, like, they're, they're singing, like, it's not like they have full-blown song and dance numbers. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they're just singing it, you know, like, in the middle of the scene. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's okay, but he is. <laughs> but, like, how could you do that to Goodbye Yellow Brick Road? That's such a good song. Who could you do that? Anyway, that was, a, that was like a personal thing, though. Yeah, fair enough. I'm sure it won't uh, bother me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, fair enough. All right, Brianna, why don't you rate this movie, and then you can get on out of here. Mm, I'll, give it a, I'll give it a five. It deserves at least that. All right. I think that, very, that's pretty consistent with your review, but about I'm, where I would have put you. Very middle of the road. Yeah. On this movie. I mean, as a, like I said, as an individual, as a heterosexual female, I can appreciate Richard Madden and <laughs> Taryn Egerton. I mean, I, I, te- I actually texted my parents in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. and said, like, spoiler alert, they play lovers. So they, they do, things do get hot and heavy. And I texted my, I texted my parents. In the middle of the movie, I said, I've never seen a sex scene where I was jealous of both parties involved. <laughs> um, but, nice. <laughs> uh, so, I, like, on a personal level, I can give it points for that. But as, like, an objective critic, yeah, I'm pretty middle of the road. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Brianna, if we ever make an intro for you, like a <laughs> intro uh, piece, I guess, I don't know, however you want to put it, that is definitely a line we're throwing in there. One hundred percent. All right. I'm marking it in the audio right now. I will find this. All right. <laughs> what is it? What is it that I? What? What part of it? Uh, that uh, you've never seen a sex scene where you're je- jealous of both <laughs> individuals involved. All right. Well, Brianna, thank you for joining us and giving us that great review of, <laughs> of Rocket Man. Um, like I said, I, I am interested in this movie. I will probably try to check it out um, maybe during the week. But yeah, thanks for coming on and reviewing it for us. It's my pleasure, as usual. All right. Well, I won't uh, give you the normal uh, stress about asking where people can find you. Uh, they can find you on the internet. They can find me if they look hard enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, thank you again. We will see you on the next one. Uh, we are going to move on to our review of Godzilla. All right, well, joining us for the review for Godzilla King of Monsters is a voice you haven't heard in a while. It's been, it's been a bit since he was running audio for us, and that is Matt. Matt, how you doing? What's going on, guys? Live from New York is Sunday afternoon, boys. <laughs> nice. <Ooh. laughs> yeah, we haven't had you on in a while, so, I mean, Godzilla seems like, the good opportun- seems like a good opportunity for that. And, uh, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> last last movie five years ago last last time i did audio five years ago yeah whatever it's fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man so godzilla king of monsters um this movie 
came in like really divisive and I was like not expecting it. Like, I don't know. I just, film Twitter was very uh, vocal about this movie. Like half of it hated it. Half of it was like, critics are stupid. Um, it was just a, it was, it was a very strange experience. It was very unexpected. Um, and then you look at the box office and this movie's not doing very well, at least domestically. I think it'll do well internationally, but I don't know. It's just a strange, uh, event in terms of movies this summer. But I want to get what you guys thought. Which side of the divide are you on? Are you... On the critic side, where oh, this movie is terrible, or are you on the fan side of this movie is awesome? Critics suck. Where are we at, Matt? It's been a while. Let's start with um, you. Uh, all right. Um, I'm kind of like a little bit of a mixture of both, honestly, um, because kind of comparing it to, and I'm probably gonna do a most of uh, comparing to the one in 2014 mm-hmm. because. Hopefully people have seen that one ahead of this one. But I think what, like, the stuff that I picked up on, like, that I heard, I remember the first one that came out with uh, Brian Cranston. I forgot the other guy's name, the guy, um, the soldier. Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, right? Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, like, when I was talking to some people and some stuff that I saw, uh, exchanges I saw online, um, for the first one was they really tried to focus on, um, throwing and like melt, melting like a storyline into it where it was, you know, this guy coming home finally from like tour over, like in the middle East or wherever he was. And they tried to create some kind of familial drama that way, I think. And they did, I think they, they did a good job in like kind of naturally blending that of like the, the family elements that like, like stuff happens, uh, his father, his father and his, his parents and his whole family really goes through this traumatic event. And that kind of like sends Brian Krantz's character into like a downward spiral of Mm -hmm. like, he's got to figure this stuff out. Um, and then a lot. I remember a lot of the people, like uh, especially when I first saw that movie, a lot of them were like, you know, like as Doctor Sirazar was so eloquently puts it in that movie, is let them fight. Like <laughs> they, like I, I kept hearing about like when. All right, well, when are they gonna fight? When I remember the lead up to it was all the commercials of like, and I remember at different points in the movie where like you see them about to fight or something like that, and then a door closes or it's like a jump cut to another yeah. scene. And, um, so I think a lot of people were frustrated by that, but like, I thought at least for that one, in my opinion, at the end, especially like with what they were able to pull off with the graphics and the animation that I think, I think it honestly like was a big payoff at the end. Um, this one, this, uh, this new one kind of felt more like a, as far as the action went, felt more of like a, older like old school kind of um godzilla movie uh not so much where like if you've seen i don't know if you guys have seen a lot of the older ones from like the 60s and 70s and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of it is more like human plot of like scientists and military and like it's a very it's a very obvious and reoccurring theme of like we got to study these things or we got to kill these things um and, uh, but in the older ones, 
it kind of, I think, I think at least in this one that just came out, they kind of captured that essence of like all like scenes with uh, the humans. And then all of a sudden we're back to fighting again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think, I think they, I think it was, I think they, they segued those things a lot better in this sense, in, in this kind of plot line of, of this film. Um, and they weren't like as jarring as maybe the, like the older films were. Um, but then like some of the, some of the drama and so like, and I think they, I think what they tried to do is have a more like a different like spin on the like family drama in like, as far as like the human side of this movie goes, mm -hmm. um, I think they forced it a little too much. Yeah, I, it doesn't fully work. Yeah, it, it flows naturally as the as the first one did because the first one had kind of like yeah both both of these like families I guess if you want to like label them that way is had kind of direct um, direct responses and I guess problems you would say because of the like the events of what took place. Mm -hmm. um, but it didn't, they didn't, I feel like they didn't capitalize on like the trauma enough as they did in the first one. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I, I think a lot of people kind of misunderstand some of the complaints lobbed at. I, I, well, I do think some of the complaints about the first one, like not enough action and stuff like that are not like they, cause they kept teasing it and they brought that on themselves. They brought those complaints on themselves. Um, yeah. but I think with this one, my, it's hard because like, I think all of the debate on the internet before I saw the movie really kind of skewed my expectations going into this because basically what I got from a lot of like the argument about this movie going in was there's like no, like the, there's no human story and it's basically just action. And it's like, and then people are like, well, what did you expect from a Godzilla movie? And to me, like, yeah. I was like, uh, I, there is like a lot of human stuff. Like, I don't know. It didn't feel like there was like, it was completely overwhelmed. I think they had a good mixture. I think what people are misunderstanding about the complaints about this movie are that it's not the volume of like the human storyline. It's the quality of it, you know? It's, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I was trying to get. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's not like, you know, there's not enough human stuff or there's too much human stuff. It's like, like if there's human stuff, make it good. Like that's, that's the bottom line. And I think like a third of the storyline is just not like flat out, not good. And that kind of was frustrating for me. Um, but I think the action really does carry it through and it makes it an overall entertaining movie that I was kind of, I'm, a, I'm with you. I'm, I'm kind of mixed on it. Like I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's, I'm very middle of the road on this. Um, but Ozzy, what about you? What are your thoughts on Godzilla King of Monsters? I really liked it. I mean, I got everything I didn't get out of the first one, which was like monsters fighting, which <laughs> is what I wanted. Yeah. So, I mean, I got everything I wanted because... I mean, especially with these monsters, you definitely see the epicness, like the, the how how epic it is just being in their presence. Especially, for instance, like when we saw Ghidorah rise, definitely when we saw um, Rodan when he was like first flying, it was just crazy. And I think visually, the movie is, I think visually and just the action, uh, I think it's it's really great. And we saw a lot more of Godzilla. I really don't have. I mean, the script wasn't great, but I don't think it was it's also not. terrible. <laughs> I, I like it wasn't great, but I also don't think it's terrible either. I think there's 
definitely some cheesiness in terms of the in terms of the the script, but I don't think it's terrible. If that makes sense. I just yeah. think I think it's I think it's okay. Like I don't think it's terrible. Like I, I mean, said, I think there's like a third of the script think, that is awful, and I think it's like, an think, important think, third. Is the problem? Towards, I, and I think once it gets towards the third act, I think that's where I would be like, "All right, guys." It's like especially <laughs> um, there's a line that a character says, which I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna say it, but okay. we all know what I'm saying. Basically, yeah. like the last line this character says, I was like. Shut up! <laughs> just, 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 just give me action. Just, 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 just die and just give me action. And that's what I got. And I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a lot. You know, you brought up the third act here. Like, let's get into it here because, I mean, obviously, we're not going to spoil any of the movie or whatever. But there's a lot of just like, "How are these people alive? This doesn't make any sense." Yeah. <laughs> Like people are just surviving, so they just like keep this. Finding these things, yeah. like finding <laughs> solutions to the problem. Oh, let's just do this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like again, I, I think there's like, and it's not even just the third act that I. Pro- I think there's an entire storyline in this movie. That, okay, the guy uh, is it Charles Dance who plays. What's his name? Um, but the Tywin Lannister, right? <laughs> He's his storyline. I, I, I'm fine with everything else. Like I'm fine with um, with. Uh, the the main the lead guy I'm fine with, even some of the stuff with his daughter, but everything with like this you know, everything with like this guy who's basically like our pseudo villain of the story. I just I don't know. I think that the writing like some of his dialogue that he has to chew on like he's a good actor, but he like is fighting through some of this really dumb dialogue and. The, the wife's storyline, I don't know. Like, I just think there's a lot of storylines that I just could have done without. But there's a lot of cool stuff, too. Like, there's a really cool sequence um, towards the beginning of the third act of this movie that I, it's just awesome. Like, it's it's visually stunning, and it's not necessarily, you know, um, a, a, a one of these big fights, which all the fights are pretty cool. Um, but it's just, it, it was really cool. So I, I think there's really good story and mythology here. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think, I think once it gets down, I think when it comes down to it, like the conflict with that, the humans are having with one another, is kind of stupid because it's I mean, very something, contrived, that I, yeah. something that I will agree with that was kind of annoying was that the fact that, you know, the movie, like, you know, from the, the this is what the humans kept saying oh, well, you know, we kept doing this too much, and now this is what has happened. And it's yeah. just like, guys, stop. Yeah. <laughs> We're but, not here so- to discuss global warming. We're here to see Godzilla <laughs> oh, wreck some that- stuff. <laughs> there was a 110% like, partial political agenda in well, this plot. Yeah. Well, and, and like, I understand it because of the subject matter, yeah. but like, I think what Ozzy was saying, like, holds water where, like, you know, like, I understand that you're humans and, like, what, you know, there there is that aspect of, like, shred of, like, thinking around, what if these things are living underground? And at least, like, yeah. at least like, they, they bring it to, like, a real-world kind of perspective mm-hmm. where, like, as in the older movies, the, the, the scenes with the humans and that plot is basically just filler yeah. before like, before like the big fight scenes and the different, the monster conflict, which is what I think uh, paid off in this movie. And then uh, with the vigil, I don't know if you, cause I know uh, Carlos, you probably saw it at Regal, right? 
And then yeah. um, it's definitely, I don't know if you have, uh, at Ozzy, where are you at in Florida? Yeah. Do you have, um, do you, either of you, or is there an IMAX closer to either of you guys? Because I'd say it's definitely worth it to see. Mm. Oh, yeah. Me and my girlfriend, we have AMC and we got it. We, we actually saw it on IMAX. Oh, really? So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I love AMC. It's great. But yeah, I mean, it was, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the epic, like, I, like, the, you see how crazy it is on the screen. You know what I mean? That's why for me, if I'm, I mean, to me, the script is, 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 it's, uh, of it is course, what it's, it is. It's not, know? it's not great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but yeah. to me, it's not, it's also not terribly awful. You know what I mean? To me, it's like, it's eh. But, it's like, it's like enough what, to keep the movie going. Yeah, like, it's enough to keep the movie going. Like, I like Kyle Chandler. I don't think the mm-hmm. performances are bad either, which I, I think also... Oh, I don't think there's the a really bad well. performance in the movie. I don't think that there's a bad performance at all in the movie. Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler... Uh, oh, what's the guy from Silicon Valley? I think he's miscast, but I, I just don't really like him uh, as an actor. He's not cast in everything, even the Verizon commercials. Oh gosh, yeah, exactly. But I get, <laughs> but I, get I don't, I don't think he's terrible in in this movie. Yeah, that's either. just a personal thing. I just don't like him as an actor, even though I like Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, who's in this? So we have Kyle Chandler. Uh, Chandler, we got Vera uh, Formiga, we have mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown, uh, Ken Watanabe, Z Yi Zhang, uh, Bradley Whit- Whitford, Sally Hawkins. All these people did amazing to me. Um, you know, Thomas Middleditch was was okay. That's that's you know the guy from yeah. Silicon Valley. Um, O'Shea Jackson Jr., which is uh, Ice Cube's son, he was actually kind of cool too in this movie. Yeah, I didn't mind him I either. Mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, everybody did fine. So I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think. I think the only gripe, and this is my only negative with this movie, really, mm-hmm. if we're going to be jumping over to negatives, is just the script. Yeah. It's honestly just the script. And the yes. script is like, is, 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 eh. But I mean, I think everything else surrounding the script is, is pretty much really great. Even the score is actually really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, the sound design in this movie is great. Yeah, the sound design was great. And I think... I think, and again, just just some of the scenes too were were absolutely amazing. I mean, especially Mothra. I loved Mothra, and I loved what they did with Mothra. Mm-hmm. Just kind of yeah. like making her wings be like super beautiful. She was very intelligent, you know. Mm-hmm. I think she was definitely the most intelligent, you know, kaiju or titan there. So I think you know she, and I want to see more of Mothra, honestly, because like she was actually pretty dope, but. Yeah, I mean, I think the overall movie was was pretty good. I think my only gripe with the movie is the script. Yeah, um, but the, <laughs> that is a pretty big gripe. If there's, uh, that's the thing. Like, uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, yes, if the only, pr- I mean, I wouldn't say the only problem is the script. I I do have other problems, but I. I <sighs> If the only problem is the script, that's still a pretty big problem. That's why, to me, it's like, it's a weird, I'm in a weird place. And and the thing is, like, I feel like I'm on the lower end of, like, love for the action in this movie. Like, it was, look, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the action is bad in any way, <laughs> any way, shape, or form. It's not. I just, like, wasn't completely mind-blown bo- by it. And maybe that's because I didn't see an IMAX. I don't know, but... To me, you bring up the scale. Like that, I think that's what you're getting at when you talk about like the, you're talking about the impact of it and and like the size of it all. Uh, to me, and maybe this is because again, 
you know, maybe you have a little bit of an advantage seeing in an IMAX and stuff, but I don't think there's ever been a movie since Pacific Rim, which, you know, talk about a movie with a bad script that has a great everything else. Uh, Pacific Rim yeah. is like the prime example of it. But I don't think there's ever been a movie like that in terms of the scale. We've never had anything like that. This movie gets a little bit closer, I think, than even the first one in terms of kind of reaching that scale and you feel the size of it. But... I don't think it's hard when whenever I see any of these movies, I'm like, man, it just makes me think of Pacific Rim and go, that movie was gorgeous, <laughs> and it makes yeah. uh, it makes me want Guillermo del Toro to direct a Godzilla movie. Um, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, <laughs> and I wouldn't be mad if he did. Yeah, but that I mean, would be I, awesome. To me, it was to me, but to me, I mean, I, I and and the, re, the reason why I'm bringing up the scale is because I mean, you really see how big these these. I think you see it at times. I don't think you see it constantly. Is my thing, but yeah. A difference with this movie and the first one is a lot of the Godzilla scenes in the first movie to the 2014 film, they were shot to basically really show his size, really. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a lot of the issue. I think that was they kind of cut back on that because mm -hmm. we already know his size. But I think it's crazy because we also saw a lot of Ghidorah. And I think they really focused a lot on Ghidorah's size too. Yeah. And I think that's what they substitute what they substituted that for. Because that boy is crazy huge. And yeah. to the point where this dude brings like when they were saying like there's a tropical storm coming, I was like, What? Like why would that matter? And then they were just like, Yo, that's like Monster Zero. I was like, There's no way. Yeah. And then they they brought like this 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 freaking monster brought like an entire storm with him just by flying over and I was like what? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it, definitely. I, I, I do, like, again, I think there's a lot of really cool action sequences in here. It's just, um, I don't know. I just didn't have the same affection that you seem to have and that a lot of people seem to have. Um, but that's fine. Um, I think that's mainly critics because, I mean, even looking at, because even funny thing is I watched Jeremy Johns and Chris Stutman's reviews of it mm -hmm. and all of their YouTube comments are just fans just saying, yeah, I'm going to disagree with you guys on this one. And it's crazy because um, critics and audiences are very divided in this movie. It's, but also nobody's seeing this movie. So it's weird. I don't know. Like, yeah. it's like don't know. this movie's flopping it, domestically, at least, um, which is so strange. I, yeah, I would have not guessed that it would be uh, struggling like this. Because, I mean, the reason, I mean, the reason why I would say it's struggling the way it is is because of the first one. And the reason why I'm going to go ahead and say that is Maybe, because yeah. the first one, again, a lot of people's, the, the reason why a lot of people had a complaint with the first one was because of the fact that there was not enough God, there was not enough Godzilla. So I think a lot of fans going into it now are like a lot of fans that did go to the first one are scared to go to the second one because they don't want to waste their money. And they don't want to be not, out. yeah. When they when they may not have enough Godzilla, you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. But the fans who are, who have gone to see it, who are going, are saying like, "Yo, there's actually a lot more Godzilla, and it's actually a lot better than the first one." Which is up, you know, which is definitely up to debate there. You can go either way. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I, which one I would pick uh, as in terms of being better. I'm, yeah, I, they're kind of the same to me. Um, uh, maybe the first one's better. 
I don't know. Like, I, I, the thing is, like, I didn't have a moment in this movie where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I had, yeah, well, like. It was, like, the next step moment. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, there were really cool, again, really cool moments. But to me, like, when, when Godzilla first does the atomic breath or whatever, and, like, <laughs> in the first one, it is, like, I literally, like, jumped out of my seat. Like, it was awesome. Oh, oh, yeah. It's, the, it's like, yeah. Almost, like, you see the tail lighting up yeah. out of nowhere. It's incredible. Incredible. And then, like, yeah. to to quote my to to quote my cousin who was probably like fourteen at the time uh, when we when we saw it, mm-hmm. uh, and also to put it in perspective, uh, the one from twenty fourteen um, kind of got tickets at the last minute. Um, I IMAX. We we ended up being Ooh. able to get tickets for that, but um, we didn't get like online quick enough and just like like going back to Ozzy's point about like the sheer size and like of the like the impact of the visuals I was sitting second row in IMAX (laughs) (laughs) and so so like and honestly like in all honesty like it wasn't like too too bad because at least like I was and it's gonna sound like because I was kind of like more shifted over to the right, I guess, say, like mm-hmm. looking at it visually then. But if you're in, I feel like if you're that close and you're sitting in the middle, yeah. it's a lot harder to take it in because your eyes are darting back and forth as opposed to like, I'm on one side and I can just, my vision can go out like a cone <laughs> and look at the whole thing. Yeah. And so, um, so like it wasn't, it wasn't too bad in that aspect, but especially when he, in the first one, uh, when he grabs like the Muto, opens its mouth, and basically, <laughs> like to quote my cousin, rips his head off and craps down his neck, <laughs> like, and basically blows his head off. Yeah, it was that was that was like that's what I think. Uh, like I think of as like the awe moment mm-hmm. of like I think you're saying you were kind of missing from this work because there was yeah. a lot going on. There was a lot they had to accomplish. Well, in this I, movie. I think there's also a bit of a law of diminishing returns there, right? <laughs> like you know, we, yeah, the, you know, see this awesome thing in the first one, and then maybe if they keep doing that same or similar awesome things in the second one, it's like it's not as impressive anymore. I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and that's and that's yeah. and that's exactly what I was gonna say because I mean, think about it. The last thing that the last Godzilla movie that came to theaters was the 19 something the 19 something odd version of it yeah 1998 version where he didn't have anything it was like a completely different design yeah so yeah. we got him back we were just like okay like is he gonna have his powers back like what's gonna happen i mean and and i remember seeing this in high school because this was actually back when when i believe we we actually pre-ordered these tickets i think taryn actually went with me to go see the 2014 version carlos mm. um we saw this movie and and every I think I remember Terry Terry and I sitting next to each other every time, um, and and then every time when Godzilla would just I think the two times where he uses his breath, Terry and I were just like, oh, <laughs> just like oh god, <laughs> like and it was crazy. Yeah. But with this one, we didn't get that because obviously we had, we've seen that we ex- we expected, and. In the marketing with this particular movie, we see him using his atomic breath. Mm-hmm. In the movie, that was actually a complete surprise. Yeah. So I would say what this movie needed to have done to kind of get those moments is is surprise us, mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. And do, do you think um, that, that did it or it did it at all? 
I think the marketing kind of, I, I think with the marketing, it, it kind of bit itself in the butt. Mm. Because I think, I think the shot, because again, the shot of Rodan flying above that village in Mexico and destroying everything, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a really great shot, and I think it's pretty epic. You know what I mean? You know what it reminded but me of. Since, but since we, but, but <laughs> since we've, give me a second, but since we've already, since the trailer pretty much already spoiled that. When you go into the movie, you're just like, oh, it's a really cool shot. It's a really cool scene, but you don't have, you don't really get that, like, oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is actually happening feeling. Oh, I got huge King's Landing vibes from that, my friend. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> flashbacks. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I enjoyed that scene as well, as someone who is a fan of the last season of Game of Thrones. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, like I said, I'm mixed on this movie. I think, uh, the story leaves some left to be desired, especially uh, the plot with Vera Farmiga and uh, all and um, Tywin Lannister. <laughs> I'm just gonna say Tywin Lannister. Uh, and yeah, it was really great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that it just leaves a lot to be desired there. But the visuals and the action is really cool. Uh, not like incredibly mind blowing, like awesome, like some people would have you believe, but. I, I do think that there's enjoyment to be had in this movie. And I wouldn't discourage people. If somebody's, like, interested in this kind of movie, I'm not going to say, look, don't see this movie. It's terrible. Because it, it's not. Like, that's just not true. And I think people are being a little overdramatic in that sense. Critics are. But then there's also the other side where people are acting like this is just com- – the action is mind-blowing. It's incredible. It's, is it? No, it's, it's fine. Uh, the, to me, this yeah. movie is fine. <laughs> that's what I'm – long way of saying it's fine. Yeah. I think I think I mean I don't think it's fine. I think it's pretty great. Okay. But I mean I don't think it's like mind blowing. Like this isn't this isn't Avengers Endgame in the last sequence where I was just like, oh! like 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 yeah like like high where I was like let's go like I wasn't anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like damn this is actually happening. That's that's the reaction I had. Mm. <laughs> See, there's a comparison I want to make involving Game of Thrones, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of argument, so I won't make Carlos, it. Carlos, 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 <laughs> I still need, I still need time to heal from Game of Thrones. Exactly, okay. that's why I'm not going to bring it up. But I'm, I'm just going to say there is season eight comparisons to be had all over this movie. That's all I'm going to say. The difference between this movie and season eight is that I would rather watch this. 20 times and watch season of the Game of Thrones. Um, okay. Again, that's not really a difference. That's just, okay. But anyway, moving on. Um, Listen, <laughs> Matt, do you have any final thoughts? Game of Thrones. That this movie's well, better than Game of Thrones season eight. That's not a final. Okay. I'm not talking to you, Ozzy. <laughs> Matt. Stop comparing shows to movies, Ozzy. <laughs> Can't, dude. Sorry. There are comparisons to be had, but Ozzy's not refusing there, to acknowledge them. <laughs> The fact that a a series that's what like a season that's like ten hours long. Yeah. It's technically six and a half. Whatever, I don't know. I'll watch it. Anyway. I I might listen. Oh Oh, gosh. Matt, do you have any final thoughts before we rate it and move on? Uh yeah, I think like I think overall as a movie, like combining the, you know, as we, as we kind of, I think 
both you and I, Carlos, try to are, are trying to uh, iterate here is that um, the at least what I'm trying to say is the I don't think the human like parts of the movie meshed as well with the action stuff like as far as the monsters went I don't think it meshed as well as the first one did mm-hmm. so I think I think uh like see like overall like seeing it like experience like the first time I think I enjoyed the first one better but like I like Ozzy was also saying I'm not gonna and we were kind of I guess agreeing on is I'm not gonna discourage someone from seeing this yeah. movie because the stuff that they might have been missing in the first one they're gonna find in this one and they're not gonna they're like we said, we're just going to be like, eh, about the, about the other part, not really just pay attention to it, which I guess is okay. But like, you know, (laughs) it, it takes a whole script to make a movie. So like, you can't just read a book and say, I like the beginning and the end, but everything in the middle on pages two to 98 were dumb. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not, yeah, we can say the action is like great, but like the script is like a large part of the movie. So that's like, it's significant. I'm not saying that it's not. (laughs) So to say it's like great or something is like, to me a little bit like you're ignoring a lot of it. All right. All right. right. Listen, listen, listen. To me, the script is it's, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. We, we can work with it. Am I happy that I have to work with it? Am I wanting something more? <laughs> I think it's a little obvious. Of course I do. Yeah. But... No. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> it was made up for by the, yeah. by the action and the, like, the stuff that maybe was lacking in the, in the first one. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm going to compare this to food, right? Oh, no. Like when you get a burger, you expect fries, right? It's basically, basically I got the burger without fries. Basically, that's, that's, that's what I got. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, it's still great. It's still enjoyable. Would it have been better with the fries? A hundred percent. I have I have a different rule. Or if it comes with fries and then you get your bill at the end and you had to pay extra for fries and it didn't say that on the menu. Exactly. Agree with that notion too. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just. I'm. I'm gonna spend a couple of days mulling over those comparisons, and we'll see. Um, anyway, all right. Let's rate this movie because I think Ozzy's got to get out of here soon. So, Ozzy, what do you got? I'm giving this movie seven point five. All right, uh, Matt. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna go six point eight. All right. Um, yeah, obviously I'm going to be the lowest, but not terribly low. I'm giving it a 6.2. It's it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, Carlos, I was actually I wanted I, w- I was actually going to joke around with you and give this movie like a freaking 8.5. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take yeah. your time and see. I wanted you to be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, another day. Another day. I do want to have a discussion about. Uh, this and like Game of Thrones season eight, but we don't have time for that right now because I do think there are some interesting comparisons just overall between this movie and that this, that season. But anyway, yeah, definitely, definitely should have been more runtime on both. Definitely. All right, interesting. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's uh, close it out, Ozzy. <laughs> All right, starting off with Matt. Matt, where can people find you on social media? Uh, I guess just find me at uh at Total Surgeon on uh, on Twitter. Um, Dateless Matt. Never found a date to that week. 
Yeah, you're never your ever changing Twitter name. It's always changing. <laughs> I think it's gonna change this matter for a while. Yeah. Because I, I got a good got a good picture on there holding nice. holding the one up. Nice. Of. Awesome, awesome. And then uh, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at cheery four five six and. Make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel, website, all of it. Uh, Noah has taken over the Twitter, um, especially he's being pretty active on there, so check that out. Um, and yeah, make sure you tweet at all of us, and uh, you know, we, we can talk about Ozzy behind his back, because he never checks Twitter. Hey, I, I still get tagged and stuff, okay? <laughs> so I still receive notifications on my watch, all right? On my Apple Watch. Don't try me, Carlos. I don't know what it was. Tag the screen like Facebook page and something recently. I don't know who's running that, but you might have a notification from me in the last week or two. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was a thread about something, okay. but <laughs> that's so funny. All right, and then you guys can find me on social media at Castro Ozzy on Twitter. And then if you guys have any recommendations, email me at ozzy.caster at screenfellows.com. Guys, we hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Overcast. Please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Guys, this is Screenfellows. <laughs>